Welcome back, everybody, to episode 18 of This Week in Japan, presented by Ryu Tokyo. Coming to you live from Lopongi, Tokyo, I'm your host, Julian Domanski, and joining me, as always, is my co host and founder of Ryu Tokyo, Yasuharu Matsuno. Hey guys, welcome back. So, after the long rainy season, the summer is finally here in Tokyo. The temperature in Tokyo is around 32 to 34 degrees Celsius. So, yeah, are you ready for the melting summer, Julian? Certainly not. Do you know how white <laughs> I am? <laughs> <laughs> well,、um, yeah, usually I wouldn't mind the hot summer as much,、mm. but、uh, we're, you know, filming YouTube videos like regularly these days, right? True, yeah. So, yeah, I think it'll really be a challenging summer for us. Yeah, I'm the one that has to carry all the camera equipment, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I sometimes do, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> so, today is August 7th, and in this episode, we're going to be discussing the following big news stories Okinawa, Aichi, and Mie prefectures enter a state of emergency. Terrace House star Shion Okamoto is arrested. The Kimetsu no Yaiba movie is almost here. Japan sees a population drop of half a million,、uh, and nine sumo wrestlers flee from an angry housewife. As corona cases continue to hit new records in Japan, some prefectures are starting to take their own measures. On July 31st, Okinawa announced that it would be entering a state of emergency from August 1st to 15th after a sudden spike in cases. Despite requesting tourists not to visit amongst rising corona cases, it seems a large number of beachgoers still flocked to Okinawa. The prefecture governor, Denny Tamaki, stated that he feels the national government should also call for another state of emergency. Following Okinawa's announcement, Mie Prefecture also issued a state of emergency this Monday after record cases, followed by Aichi Prefecture on Wednesday, the 5th. Aichi, which hit 144 new cases this Wednesday, will stay in a state of emergency until August 24th and encourages its citizens not to cross into other prefectures during this time. The Obon holiday next week is one where many people often return to their family homes. As with the previous state of emergency, there are strong warnings put in place by the prefectural governments which encourage people to stay inside and avoid going out as much as possible. For Okinawa, Mie, and Aichi, business hours will also be shortened until 10 pm. This seems like bad timing for many reasons, but the first day of emergency hit right on Golden Week, right? When everyone was going to get a holiday. And now it's Obon, the second big holiday of the year, and it's hitting again. I mean, we were, we were already kind of locked in, but it just. I don't know, it feels like a double whammy, a bit of an extra disappointment compared to, you know, on, on top of everything else that's happening at the moment. Right. I must agree. And, you know, just to add on to the news, like、mm. the governor of Tokyo, Yuriko Koike, also held a press conference yesterday.、Mm. And she had a weird, bizarre, like, slogan on the cardboard. Oh, okay. And did you see that? I didn't catch it, no. Yeah. So it says, この夏は特別な夏 This, is a special, this summer is a special summer. Exactly. Right. Yeah, you got that right. <laughs> But you know, if you notice, like, this word, tokubetsu,、uh, is mostly used for positive things. You know? Right, yeah. Like, for example, like,、uh, if you go to a restaurant yeah, yeah. and、uh, the manager of the restaurant says, Oh,、uh, this dish or this dessert、mm. is like tokubetsu for you because you're yeah, regular yeah. or you know, it's your birthday, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, tokubetsu is used for、uh, you know, kind of like special treatment、mm. or something exceptionally good. Oh, okay, yeah. So you know, I kind of find this like, really 
ironic right it's <laughs> like you know the, the message is to like don't go outside just just stay at home yeah and, yeah as simple as that right but she's trying to like make it like tokubetsu yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know and calling it like tokubetsu na natsu it almost sounds like summer. it was yeah. written in english first like this isn't a like an exceptional summer which can both mean positive and negative right, right. If it's and then it was english, changed into japanese right but she should know the difference, right? That's that's a bit strange. Yeah. So mm. I think like um, you know, Koike san is doing this on purpose mm. and she doesn't want to make it sound too negative. Sure. Yeah, because we've been hearing the word gaman a mm. lot these days, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gaman means to persevere. And you know, I, I think that she thought Tokubetsu na Natsu sounds kinda odd, but yeah, I think uh, she wanted people not to take it like too too negative, mm, I understand. but treat it as a as a special <laughs> summer. I guess I've heard from quite a few people that I either know or like, you know, I'm kind of like acquaintances with. I could say that are actually like been going to Okinawa, and every time like I hear this, I'm I'm like judging them. I'm like, why are you flying all the way down there? Like, I mean, I think the the governor there has been before this. He's been quite vocal about like. Not wanting people to come, yeah, because he was. Like, back, yeah, like, he we go back been. to like Golden Week, right? Mm, he was like, mm. "Don't come to Okinawa," right, right. I guess because it's like a very southern island, it's, it's almost like it's almost like not Japan, right? It's mm. like so far away that they have their own kind of little like uh, bubble, <laughs> I guess. Mm-hmm. So, like an outbreak there could potentially be you know, more devastating in some ways. You know, it's yeah, that's. Totally true, um, and it's also because the the number of uh, medical facilities mm. is quite limited because it's on a you know on a separate island. Yeah, well, it's like a network of islands, isn't it? So like sometimes if like someone lives on one of these smaller islands, right? Then like they maybe have to be like helicoptered to somewhere else. Precisely. Yeah, it's not like they can just get an ambulance and drive mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, their their infrastructure isn't kind of as robust as it is in larger cities, right? Mm-hmm. Even though it is like a prefecture on its own. And plus, Okinawa has always been like number one or number two in terms of the longevity of people, mm. even amongst all the prefectures in Japan. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, it simply means there are many, many old people there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. So, yeah, my family actually had a plan to go back to our uh, hometown in Hiroshima. Mm, yeah, you and, told me last week, yeah. Yeah, my, my wife's hometown, Sapporo. Right. But yeah, we just decided last night that uh, we'll not, not like go back. Mm. Yeah, after seeing all these like announcements from the government mm. and yeah, seeing all the numbers. I don't, I don't think it's a, it's a good timing, you know. Yeah, and yeah. even if we miss Obon, you know, it doesn't mean like we can't go back there anytime soon. Like mm. if the situation improves, then... We yeah, can always yeah. go back, so. Yeah. Um, well, actually, um, maybe you could explain for our audience, Yasu, Obon holiday is quite an interesting uh, holiday. Obviously unique to Japan. So we believe that Obon is the day that your ancestors' spirits uh, come back to Earth. And, you know, it's when your all your relatives meet up in, like, one spot and, you know, pray for the old spirits. mm uh, and kind of like show like appreciation mm. for you know like how they are today. You yeah, know? yeah. So yeah, most people, at least traditionally, they go back to their hometowns 
and you know spend time with their uh families and relatives yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's so, cool I, i like the the sentiment behind it mm-hmm. i mean it's not really the same meaning but it's kind of like how westerners celebrate christmas right mm-hmm. it's obviously mm-hmm. the meaning is completely different but we always see it as this like family time wherever you are whatever you're doing everybody knows that like christmas is the day when you go home and you try and get all the family together right mm-hmm. so that's kind of like what oban is right in japan right so because of that like you just said yes the the trains are always rammed everyone's going back to their hometowns especially in tokyo right because i don't know i don't know what percentage but a large percentage of the people live in tokyo are not from tokyo right so everyone's going back and then the guess the people that don't go back to their hometowns then they just go on and take a vacation or whatever so it tends to be pretty pretty busy around mm-hmm. these times um but it'll be it'll be interesting to see how many people actually take the warning and you know stay home so perhaps by next week next episode uh, a few more prefectures might even be in state of emergency so mm. i guess we'll see what happens and uh, we'll let you guys know next time so on to our second story of the week shion okamoto one of the stars of terrace house's 2017 to 18 season opening new doors has been arrested on charges of possession of cannabis when he was on terrace house the half american half japanese aspiring model was a fan favorite His blossoming relationship on the show with Tsubasa, an ice hockey player from Kuruizawa, portrayed him as smart and caring and viewers couldn't get enough. Following the show, it was eventually announced that he and Tsubasa had split following complications in their long-distance relationship. Since his time on the show, the 25-year-old has continued to grow his modeling career all over Japan. On the Saturday morning of August 1st, he was arrested at his home near Setagaya, Tokyo after being suspected to have cannabis. The following afternoon, police gave a statement regarding his arrest. According to the reports, Shion was originally found to be carrying a canister with a cannabis-like liquid substance inside after being questioned on the street by police the previous day. This led to a search of his apartment where dried cannabis was found stored in a bag. He later admitted to the charges. As of this Monday, his professional homepage has been deleted and is no longer viewable to anybody. Drug charges in Japan are pretty big news, right? Mm. Um I think this kind of topic has cropped up in several episodes before. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you get caught with like half a gram of marijuana or cannabis, you're just like your career is finished, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. And yeah, his page is deleted. But yeah, as you say, like smoking pot or having an affair, you know, <laughs> can end your professional uh, career in yeah, Japan yeah. in a day. That's it. Yeah, literally. It's 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 <laughs> severe, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, it's just yeah, it just ruins you. It completely destroys your career. Right. Mm. So I guess the moral of the story is if you're going to do it do it just before you retire. <laughs> <laughs> Or just like don't do it in Japan, right? Of course, yeah. I'm mm. I'm joking kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like um I think many people in Japan by now mm. know that uh cannabis is legalized in the US. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I also found one comment on his Instagram account saying that um you know no one should be arrested for a pot <laughs> or yeah, yeah. something like that because uh he has many like international fans outside mm. japan and yeah some people think it's crazy that you know japan is taking you know this instant you know mm. smoking a pot or you know like possessing the the cannabis yeah, like, yeah. so seriously well, i mean yeah there's there's plenty of cases um of this kind of thing happening and it's not like nobody knows about it Yeah, for for my point of view like compared to England, right? 
weed and you know that kind of thing it's just very non-consequential and like we kind of talked about before we started recording right it, it's much less damaging than alcohol mm-hmm. which is like prevalent in japan right mm-hmm. the amount of times i've walked through shibuya station late at night and there's people just literally passed down the floor mm-hmm. not because they're tired or they're drunk they're literally they've drinking so much alcohol mm-hmm. that their body just shuts down like right. it's like it's severe right mm. so this kind of thing it seems very over the top but you actually had quite an interesting um point to raise right about the the history of marijuana in japan yeah japan had been using cannabis for uh, medical purposes for many many years for Mm. many centuries until uh they lost the war and went under like control of the the ghq or essentially the the u.s government in 1948 i believe Mm. so almost 70 years ago yeah yeah but yeah, after that, yeah, having or smoking cannabis in Japan mm. is considered a, a felony. <laughs> this story actually reminds me a little bit of um, a story of an actor you probably know for a different reason, a guy called Pierre Taki. I, yeah. Uh, he was arrested for doing cocaine or he got caught with cocaine a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know him for his acting, but he was in a, a game called uh, Judgment. It's like a Yakuza game mm-hmm. published by Sega. Um, on the PlayStation 4, I think, mm-hmm. uh, but two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but just as the game had been released, he got arrested. So Sega, they hired another actor and they re-recorded all of his voices and then that kind of redubbed it to the cutscenes, and then remodeled the character to look mm-hmm. like the new actor. Right. And just completely erased him from the game. Mm-hmm. And then they had to release it via an update. Mm-hmm. And all the copies they hadn't sold, they had to take off store shelves and basically destroy and then reprint and re-release. A massive loss to the company, right? Yeah, that's millions not, of dollars. That's yeah. not cheap, right? Mm. Um, that's how seriously drugs are taken in Japan. But yeah, no one's immune. I mean, there's a there's a really famous story from like, it's like the 70s or the late 60s when uh, the Beatles came to Japan and even Paul McCartney was arrested uh, at the airport. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, he was detained at the airport for having um, marijuana, Oh, I didn't know. Or he'd been smoking on the plane. I forget the exact details. Mm-hmm. But if you want to know more, just Google it, you know. <laughs> McCartney, marijuana arrest, Japan or something like that. Yeah, the, there's the, they don't hold any punches. There's No, no one is exempt. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this kind of culture in uh, like America, I guess, more, more predominantly where like celebrities get away with a lot. Right, you know, right, right. Because they have the, the money. And I don't right. say that doesn't happen in Japan, but if it's a drug charge, mm. you're, you're yeah, finished. Yeah, there's no <laughs> you're just, It's just yeah. game over. So, yeah, I, I feel a bit sorry for this guy. He's still mm. like 25 and young, you know, aspiring guy. I know nothing about him, mm. but I just saw his picture. And, you know, he, he kind of looks like a nice guy. I'm, I'm just like judging by his appearance. Oh, yeah, he's a, he's a model, right? He's a, he just looks handsome. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, like, uh, you know, this is Japan. And as long as you're in Japan, you know, it's... It's no go. Like you shouldn't do it. Yeah, that's it, guys. Yeah. So, um, yeah, take it seriously. Whatever you think of the drug situation, uh, whatever your opinions are, whether you use them or not, when you come to Japan, yeah, just don't don't bother. It's really not worth the hassle. Okay. So, on to some entertainment news next. Kimetsu no Yaiba, Mugen Resha Hen, or Demon Slayer: Infinity Train is nearing its big premiere. The website for the movie released new visuals and also information concerning the main theme song. The movie will feature one of the nine Hashira, the strongest swordmen in the Demon Slayer Corp, the flame Hashira Kyojuro Rengoku. The main theme song for the movie is going to be sung by the artist Lisa, 
and is fittingly called Homura, or Flames. The movie will follow the story where the anime season ended, continuing the events of the manga and is set to premiere on October 16th, 2020. Ticket sales for the movie will begin from today. So I was a little bit confused about this news. I thought it all ended, but that's like the manga ended, right? Mm-hmm. But so, there, there's, there's more anime to come. Yeah. But this movie is not what the anime would be. It's kind of like a side story. Well, it is part of the main story mm. uh, from the manga. Okay. So as you said, the anime series has only covered probably around like 30% of the original story from manga. Mm, okay. So I guess the story is quite dense then. Mm-hmm. Because right. I remember you, you telling me, or oh, we spoke about this, this story before, right? That it, it had actually been kind of uh, published and then finished over only four years, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is not a long time in the manga world, right? So Right, but still it's four years. Yeah. And there'll be, I think, like 22 or 23 comics in total. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's not long, but it's not that short at mm. the same time. Okay. So I guess you're kind of excited to see this movie, right? Yeah. So I'll probably watch it. And this Mugen Resha or Infinity Train is one of the highlights from the original manga series. Mm. I'm pretty sure it will make a good movie mm. uh, because of the, you know, interesting like storyline. I'm not going to spoil, but uh, it's basically the main characters uh, of Kimetsu fighting with uh, bad guys mm. uh, on a running train. Mm. So honestly, like you should read it or, you know, like watch the, the anime too. Mm. Because uh, I believe this specific episode is um, heavily influenced by Jojo. Mm, okay. And you remember uh, the season five of Jojo, like mm. Golden Wind. Yeah. There was a scene, uh, the main characters fight with uh, gangsters on the train. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the brothers, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, the brothers. <laughs> yeah. So I'm... Pretty sure the the author of Kimetsu, like, like not not just like this like one incident, mm. but this is what like one of the things that he was influenced by mm. Jojo. I'm not saying like Kimetsu took the idea from Jojo, mm. and Kimetsu is a is a great um like anime and manga in itself. You know, it's it's very unique. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it was like uh, this this fight scene mm. uh, was more or less influenced or inspired. By, by Jojo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, makes sense. So yeah, I'll be interested to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's our weekly Jojo reference shoehorned into there as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying, right? <laughs> or we're trying. Yeah. So was there any update with the um, the studio's uh, tax evasion scandal? You know, we <laughs> yeah, I, I thought about the same thing because this movie will also be made by the UFO table. Yeah, yeah. Same company, right? Right. Uh, the CEO of which was mm. arrested uh, a few months ago. But is for, he still the yeah. CEO or did he step down? Yeah, so it seems like the CEO of U- UFO table is still <laughs> incumbent. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Fair enough, yeah. But I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, it's not really about him personally. Sure, yeah, yeah. But the, the great, like, production team yeah. of this, this anime. Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, the, the standout feature of most animes like the visual right mm-hmm. i mean that's the translation the story doesn't change much depends on the story right but sometimes sure, they, yeah they, they also it, it wouldn't change much but yeah. um yeah it's always the work of the the artist that stands out to me mm. that's always the most striking thing when i think about my favorite anime which i don't have many of but like the reason i like most of them is the visuals mm. i mean the story has to be good as well but 
I'm a very kind of visually stimulated person. Right. So even if it's not that good, I'm just like, this looks amazing. <laughs> mm. And you know the singer of this, the, the main theme song, mm, yeah, like yeah. Lisa? Yeah. You, you recognize her? Yeah, well, actually, I only know her from the theme tune, the original one from the anime, right? Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's also well known for uh, singing songs for uh, a title like Sword Art Online. Mm. Do you know that one? Uh, I've heard of it. Mm. I'm not really, it looks a bit like... A bit too otaku for me. <laughs> um, yeah, kind of. But I like the the original like series. Mm. You know, I, I I I've never watched the the entire series. Mm. But yeah, the first part was pretty good. And also a title like Fate Zero. Mm, Fate Zero. I don't know that one. Yeah, there, there's a popular like uh, anime series called Fate. Uh, and okay. Zero is one of the, the most like popular title like amongst all the Fate oh, okay. series. Yeah, sure. And she was the singer of the, the opening theme of that like really epic anime. Yeah, yeah. Almost like um, not I mean a bit less than like ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. Mm, so she has a quite like long career. Yeah. That she's been like uh, you know, building up. So actually, yeah, I saw one really cool video and I recommend you guys at home should check this out. It's Lisa singing the theme tune to Kometsu no Yaiba, but it's on this YouTube channel called uh, First Take. I think that's what it's called. And basically they get artists into the studio and I mean, as long as they're not lying, you're led to believe it's just like the first take, right? So they set everything up and they just hit record and then whatever happens, the first take, that's what they publish as the video. Mm-hmm. Um, but she really nails the song. It's great. Uh, I yeah. think it's more of a different version because the main theme song, like a lot of anime songs, it's called Rocky. You know, it's got like power chords and like right, rock right, guitar right. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But this version, it's just like a piano and her singing. It's mm. quite more of like a raw mix. Really good though. Um, mm. You know, I think she's got a really good voice. So it's a cool video. I'd recommend you check it out. Mm. Yeah. So with her uh, singing the main theme of the movie, I, I I almost think that this movie is like a, you know, guaranteed success. Yeah. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Um, more success for a big franchise. And yeah, I'm hoping for another big hit, another banger from Lisa, because that first track was great. So moving on to our fourth story of the week. Japan's declining population continues to fall this year, with the total now sitting at 124,271,318, a decline of over 500,000 people, according to the Ministry of Internal Affairs and Communications. This year marks the 11th straight year that Japan has had a drop in population size. The decline is a serious issue for Japan and its economy, an ever-growing population of elderly, combined with lowering birth rates, are concerning for the future of the working population. This year's number of over half a million is the largest drop since Japan started the survey back in 1968. But that was not the only new record. Foreigners in Japan rose to a new high with a record of 2,866,715 people. In terms of population increase by prefecture, only Tokyo, Okinawa and Kanagawa saw an increase. The trend has been continuing naturally for some time, but now with fear of getting corona and state of emergency declarations, there are even more factors playing into why people are going to be more hesitant when considering whether or not to raise a child. So definitely, yeah, concerning news for Japan as as a country, right, as an economy, uh, for many different reasons, Mm. Um, the population constantly getting older and older. Yes. I guess the first thing that strikes me as a problem is the fact that if you've got too many old people, then you don't have enough people to look after them. You mm-hmm. know, if, if they need care or, you know, when they retire from their jobs, there's not enough people to fill their shoes, right? Mm. But yeah, that's probably why we're 
you know, seeing the increase in number of foreigners mm. by, you know, increase by 7.5%. Mm. And, you know, getting close to 3 million people across Japan. Sure. Right. And I saw the, the data myself, and they're mostly young laborers. Mm. So I think, you know, we're, we have come to the time that we really need more uh, laborers, mm. like, you know, workforce. Yeah. Mm. And everyone knows Japan's population has been declining. Mm. And like in terms of the percentage, mm. like, do you know like uh, what percentage this is? No. It's only like 0.4% uh, decrease compared to the, the previous year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but like when, when we hear like 0.4%, like you feel like ah, that's like, you know, margin of error, mm. right? But when you hear the absolute number, such as like 500,000, mm. now like, uh, you know, it sounds more real. Like yeah, that, you, you that's can like feel a the, whole the, city's worth of people, right? Right, <laughs> exactly, yeah. I was looking at some statistics. I found this article on nippon.com um, and they got two graphs. One is comparing, uh, it's called a population pyramid and it's kind of like a, a type of graph that shows the age versus like um, amount of people, right. you know. Uh, and in 1965, I guess from the ages, it's a bit hard to read the chart because it, it's so like, it's so granular. <laughs> mm. But I guess between the like ages of like 15 to like 40 made up like a really big chunk of like the population and the mm. working population. But now that peak has really shifted and now it's actually, it caps out near the like late 60s and early 70s. It's quite worrying. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in, in 1965, yeah, that the the, uh, the population of people over the age of let's say sixty five was pretty minimal, and anyone over seventy five was almost nobody. Uh, but then on top of that, kind of projections given um, for um, kind of future population um, numbers. So it says that in twenty forty, um, they speculate that the population might drop to as low as one hundred ten point nine million. Mm. Um, which would have a, a ratio of working age population would be 53.9%. So that's only half of the population working. Oh, wow. Um, and the ratio of elderly population, which is anyone over the age of 65, uh, will become 35.3% compared to the currently 28%. Uh, <laughs> yeah, around that. That it is in Japan at the moment, right? So again, it sounds like a small amount, but you know, 7% of your population which is in the millions, is actually a big number, right? Mm. Yeah, well, what's also interesting is that the number of population in Tokyo, mm. uh, Kanagawa, uh, where Yokohama City is, and Okinawa, uh, and Okinawa um, have increased. Mm. And, you know, this is as of uh, January 1st this year compared to the previous year. You know, this trend shows like more people like moving into like big cities or mm. you know metropolitan area right mm. but i'm curious to see like how this trend is going to be affected by the outbreak of corona because sure. now people are saying hey like we we don't need to uh, all base in tokyo or yeah. around there because you know we can i mean at least like some of us can start working remotely mm. right I saw a survey the other day, and I forgot the exact number, but it was around 50% of young people saying that they were considering moving out to like less populated areas mm, mm. or even to the countryside. Right. So which seems like a complete reversal. Kind of for myself as well, like, like I wouldn't say that I'm young anymore, but I'm, I'm not old, right? I'm in that kind of middle, middle area. But I would like to live 
more in the countryside. I really like nature, mm. but the matter of the fact is that like there's no opportunity in those areas, and that's what most people are facing, right? Right. If you grow up in a small town and you you have a particular career that you want to get into, if it's not like farming or some kind of like obscure craft, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> then chances are you need to move to a big city to be able to get into that career, mm. right? And I think that's the big problem. Right. At the same time, I was talking to uh, one of my like engineer like friends,、mm. and he was seriously considering、uh, buying a house in a place called Atami.、Mm, nice. H- have you been there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's about like、uh, one hour by by bullet train from Tokyo, right? Yeah, it's about a two hour drive. It's a nice drive actually down the coast.、It's、right,、really cool. right, right. And he has a motorbike, so、yeah. he, he drives there and you know、oh, yeah, enjoys、perfect. the the scenery and stuff. Yeah, nice. And yeah, because he's an engineer and he's he's like a freelance,、mm. so he he does like client works, and it doesn't really matter. Like you you don't need to be in Tokyo to、mm. to code, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm seeing like more and more people in Japan like that, or、yeah. you know, like like him. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So obviously, with eleven years in a row decline, there's there's no way that it won't go down again next year. You know,、mm-hmm. and unless. Unless the government, you know, drives some kind of major incentive to encourage people、mm. to start, you know, having families again,、mm. then I think it's going to keep dropping. Right? I think the main factor is that, from what I hear, it's incredibly expensive to have children in mm. Japan mm. compared、yeah. to a lot of other countries.、Mm. And at the core of it, that's a problem the government needs to fix. Okay, so onto our final story of the week. This Tuesday, on August fourth, nine sumo wrestlers fled their living quarters in Tokyo. And escape to a local karaoke box. It is from this small karaoke box that the nine giant sumo wrestlers made a desperate call to their local organization, complaining of the living conditions and their landlady. According to them, they are targets of moral abuse from their trainer's wife. When the master became sick, his wife took over some of the teachings to the athletes. Within a group chat with the wife, severe warnings were given to anyone who did not reply fast enough. Also, wrestlers were forced to take a picture and post on the group line chat whenever they received a parcel from home. Aside from the escapee sumos, other residents of the house are also dissatisfied as well. The local sumo association plans to conduct interviews of all residents involved in an attempt to resolve these issues. I don't know if we're missing some details here, Yasu, but this doesn't seem like such severe abuse.、Um, mm. I don't know if there's been something like lost in translation, or I don't know, like. So some more severe details were not reported. Well, this is what it is. Right.、Um, yeah. As far as how it's reported in in Japan or、sure. you know in Japanese as well, but yeah, I, I know this should be a, a serious problem in, in a way, you know. But can you imagine those like chunky like you know nine <laughs> small wrestlers like running into a karaoke bar to get away from the the master's wife? Yeah, yeah. Like, Why do they have to go to karaoke bar? They just go outside, right? So、uh, allegedly, like they wanted to make a phone call、mm. to the sumo association、mm. and like request for a help, or you know, like、uh. they, they just need needed to、uh, find find a phone right, that right. they can use. So I don't think they even had their own phones in that sense. Oh wow! But if so, then like why would like nine? Nine of those like big guys <laughs> have to like run together, right? Yeah, it's like it's kind of funny. Yeah, like it's, a, it's too comical to think about. Yeah,、it. like a herd, a herd of sumo wrestlers. <laughs> right, right. right. What, what would you call them? 
<laughs> I mean, like、uh, you know, imagine you're working in a in a karaoke bar. Yeah, yeah. And like all of a sudden, like nine like small wrestlers yeah, like, yeah. come into the 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 place. Like, and in my head, like they're only wearing their like sumo gear, right? When I imagine wrestlers in my head, they never wear normal clothes. Ever, they always wear what they wear. Okay, so you made a, you you made a good point. So officially, they're supposed to wear uh like small wrestlers. I think it's a type of like yukata. Yeah, yeah. That's their rule. Yeah. But this time they're wearing like a、uh, normal clothes, yeah, like yeah, yeah.、Uh, t-shirt and like short pants and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because they didn't even have time to like get changed to、mm. yukata, and they were like、uh, they were so rushed to like get out from the gym. And、oh, they、wow. rush into the karaoke store,、oh. you know. So the, they were, you know, it, it sounded like they were super desperate. Yeah, like this is like the perfect demonstration of the word, like gentle giant, right?、Mm-hmm. These nine like huge guys, and they're all just so afraid of this little Obachan Japanese、uh-huh. grandma, right? <laughs> I assume she must be quite old, right? Because she's the wife of the sumo master, and Or he's probably may- quite old. Maybe I'm not sure, but maybe not that old, but. Uh, she should be obachan,、uh, mm. if not obachan. Yeah,、right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, to be to be scolded by、uh, someone like that can be pretty severe, I guess.、Mm. Pretty intimidating, maybe. Right. I'm not sure about this specific case,、mm. but what's so called?、Uh, you remember the word、uh, power harassment? Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is a an example of power harassment、mm. too. And、um, yeah, power harassment or、uh, moral abuse、mm. in English. Uh, has been a serious issue in the sumo industry in Japan.、Mm. Has been around for、uh, many years. Sure, I would say there is a bad habit that、uh, senior sumo wrestlers,、mm. when they try to like give instructions to their juniors,、mm. they are kind of like allowed to use some sort of like physical like violence. They、sure. they they like slap you or you know、uh, punch you sometimes maybe,、mm. uh, but. It's like kind of like considered part of the the training. Yeah, you know, there was one story this week. I don't know if you saw it.、Uh, a rugby coach in Japan,、mm. and he had been abusing his student. He's like a high school rugby coach, and he'd、mm. been abusing his、oh, students. I didn't see that. No,、mm. yeah, there was a picture of、um, he'd taken his students to like an izakaya or something like that, <laughs> or <laughs> a bar maybe not to maybe to drink. I'm not too sure.、Mm. Um, but、uh, basically, yeah, he'd stuck. Toothpicks into one of their heads, like as punishment for something. You mean tsumayoji? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like actual. Like there's a picture. Like if you if you Google it, yeah, there's a picture of a, a kid like with his head shaved because a lot、toothpicks. of these guys they have their heads completely shaved,、oh, right?、Shit. And he's got yeah, like toothpicks like stuck in his head. That's crazy. And then the coach wouldn't let him remove them from his head even after they left the place. Jeez.、Oh, yeah, it's mad. Yeah, I don't want to talk bad things about、uh, the sumo industry.、Mm. So yeah, I hope the this old tradition will change、uh, in the near future. Yeah, I hope so too. Well, that wraps it up for all the news stories this week. So let's move on to our final segment of the show, Word of the Week. Today, I'm going to introduce a word related to sumo. You、okay. know, as as that was the the final topic of the week, and the word of the week is kawaiigari. Kawaiigari. Hmm. Kawaiigari. Yeah. Like, try try to guess. Uh. <laughs> Because you know a word, kawaii,、mm. right? It's it's universal. Everyone knows what kawaii. That's what comes、is. into my head first. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
So there is also a word, kawaii garu. Kawaii. It's, oh, yeah, it's which is a verb, which means to take like good care of someone.、Mm. But where it comes to like kawaii garu,、mm. especially in the sumo context,、mm. it has a special meaning.、Mm, I don't know. This one's. I give you a hint. So it's directly related to what we've discussed just now in the final section of. Oh,、videos. okay. So it's like abuse,、uh, or maybe it's abuse of maybe like younger, younger sumo wrestlers. That's very close. So, like, not that they're cute, but kawaii usually is assumed, it's usually like associated with like younger people, right? Mm. So the thing is that, yeah, you're, you're not too off, except that, like, as I said, like, kawaii garu is to like, take care of someone.、Mm. It can be people or even like pets, you know,、okay. animals. But、uh, where it comes to like, kawaii gari, it's like,、um, you know, you're kind of giving instructions. You're trying to guide your like, junior sumo wrestlers.、Mm. But because of the nature of like, sports, you know, you kind of use. Uh, like physical like violence, like they,、oh, okay. they kind of like、uh, you know, smash you in, in the face or your、mm. you know, body in order for you to kind of learn、yeah. some, some new thing. But this word has become a bit like notorious、mm. these days because、uh, it's in many cases it's used to kind of like、uh, use as an excuse、mm. for like bullying, okay,、uh, rather than like you know.、Uh, Offering them or providing them the, the you know, proper like, instructions. So, kawaii gari, even though it sounds a bit similar to kawaii or、mm. kawaii garu, it's kind of a scary word. <laughs> oh, okay. Does it get used in any other fields, any other sports?、Um, like sometimes, like jokingly, like if you're like, messing with your, your friend, or Yeah, maybe even not like jokingly,、mm. if you are like kind of like bullying someone in school. Right. And they're like, oh, this is just a kawaii gari. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's just like、uh, used in a, in a like bad, wrong way. Right, right. Yeah, as an excuse. Yeah,、mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not like, it's like, you know, oh, I'm not bullying him. I'm just like, you know,、um, mm. teaching him something.、Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I guess like the, the, the closest thing you could say in English would be like physical discipline. Yeah, yeah. Because it is more of like a physical thing. Or does it also a, a, a kind of encompass like the mental side of it as well? The former. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's specifically for physical, physical things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Physical, so, abuse, yeah. Physical abuse. Yeah, right. Mm. Mm. And there's another、uh, similar word、mm. uh, called ainomuchi in Japanese. Ainomuchi. Ainomuchi. Muchi.、Mm. Oh, okay. And you know what ai is? It's love, right?、Mm, exactly. And muchi. I don't know, muchi. Muchi is a whip. Oh, okay. So I don't like, own a whip,、uh, so I don't know. Whip of. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. Yeah. But it's like a、uh, whip of love. You know? Oh, that, okay. That, that's, like, that's the direct、uh, translation of Aino Muchi. It sounds like a really rubbish 80s metal album <laughs> with whip of love. <laughs> It could be, yeah. But for example,、uh, well, Aino Muchi is,、uh, has a similar meaning、mm. to Kawaii Gari. And for example, like when your mom is like scolding you. Yeah. And I, I hope she, she doesn't like anymore.、Mm. Uh, but yeah, and you feel that she's like being too harsh or tough on you.、Mm. Then she may tell you, oh, this is Ainomuchi.、Mm. And so it is to say that she's tough on you, not because she hates you, but instead,、uh, you know, she, she loves you 
mm-hmm. and she, you know, she wants to take care of you. Yeah, and yeah that yeah. is why, like, she's like, oh, whipping you. Yeah, with, yeah, with love. <laughs> uh, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just like a human reaction, right? All mm-hmm. mothers across the world, right? Do you know what we say in English for that? Um, tell me. It's just tough love. Mm. You say tough love, right? You just like when your kids crying, you ignore them because like they'll learn to be more independent, right? Right. Or right. you know something like that. You, mm. you kind of push them to be harder, right? Not abuse. It's it's you know the, the caring kind of you know toughness. Mm. <laughs> But I think it's interesting because uh, in Japan we don't really have a habit of using whips. Yeah. You know, it's not really part of the culture. I think. But still, like this kind of uh, figure of speech mm. has been around for many years. Yeah, you know, every, everyone knows what ainomuchi is. Yeah. So, I I don't know how the word has derived. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. Mm. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Whichever platform you're listening to us on, make sure you're subscribed for a new episode every single week. Thanks for listening, everyone. We're actually releasing videos every week on our U Tokyo YouTube channel, so check it out. So stay healthy, stay safe, everybody, and remember: next time your mother tells you off, it's it's not harsh. It's just Ainomuchi, the whip of love. <laughs> Be sure to check back next week for the very next episode of this week in Japan. <laughs>